All right, we're back with another episode of Spect here. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And we're recording this uh, on a Sunday um, and j- coming fresh off of um, a unique experience I was at the other night. Um, I had been invited to attend a Buffy burlesque show. You make it sound like you were invited by like someone that's part of the show. Was that true? Uh, no. Well, I'd say it's like two degrees separated. So we were we were told about this by our friend Christian, and he is good friends with um, two of of the actual performers in the show. Okay. And who are regular burlesque performers. So he often goes to see them in different shows around the city. Hmm. So for him, it was a more routine, um, I guess, kind of activity, the mm-hmm. not routine theme. For Carly and I, we rarely see them, um, but found this one very interesting. So this wasn't your first time? No, uh, I've been to an event called D20 Burlesque. Uh, this was maybe, I don't know, six years ago. Okay. And it was, it had a lot of geek themes. I could uh, tell from the name <laughs> D20. <laughs> uh, and it's still uh, an, an ongoing production. Like they still have regular, very popular burlesque nights. This one um, was more at, at, at a bit of a smaller um, theater. I'm not not quite as packed to the gills, but I mean when when you name the the event Buffy and the Buff, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of caught us in. Uh huh. So what exactly happens at a burlesque show? I've never seen one before. I've literally only heard the name. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what in the world to expect. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's a okay. I'm 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 <laughs> a bad. <laughs> like evangelist for this medium because I only know of it here and there. I, I guess I've never I've never like asked someone else what what burlesque is, um, but from my impression of it, um, I'd say it's a performance art that incorporates um, dancing, um, elaborate costumes, or sometimes um, it, it's almost like being part of a, a sketch. Um, in that there's there's a whole bit you're playing and a, a little story you're telling. Um, and there is definitely a sensual aspect to it because people are, over the course of their performance, taking off their clothes. Um, hmm. it's, uh, it's all ultimately, um, all every, everyone's private bits are covered up. Okay, that uh, was my next question. <laughs> um, so it, it's, it is legal. They'll just use uh, very, you could say, like very tight-fitting undergarments um, uh-huh. and uh, and pasties on their nipples. Okay. Part of the allure of it um, is that people are definitely very aware of their bodies, and um, they're they're using it as part of their performance too. Hmm. Interesting. And during these performances, people are really encouraged to hoot and holler did you hoot and holler <laughs> i'm i'm not really a hooter or hollerer yeah i was gonna say it doesn't <laughs> seem like something you would do did you make an exception um i i clapped 
Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's the best you can that, get. That's that's um, hand-based hooting. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Did Carly hoot and holler? Um, I don't, I don't know if I would classify her enthusiasm as hooting or hollering. <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely clapping, too. Um, and we were, we were definitely laughing at um, many of the, the funnier acts um, because it's, it's not just about um, being sexy. It, it, it's often about um, when you're bringing in very known characters or very known storylines like the ones from Buffy, there's a lot of in-jokes that are being played too as well. Mm-hmm. Now, have you finished Buffy? I, I think you watched some of it. If oh I recall correctly, I, I watched like a handful of episodes mm-hmm. from when I was a kid. You know, it would be a show that would pop on Saturday afternoons or Sunday afternoons, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I never, I never stuck with it. It was never like, oh, I've watched episode one. Let me go watch the rest of the episodes of season one in order. Uh-huh. It's just been, oh, this is a thing that shows up sometimes, but. Carly has been obsessed with the show. Oh, okay. So she's seen the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she finished it. She watched some of Angel too. Angel, mm-hmm. Uh, at least, like, the most important episodes, um, according to whatever guide she was using to interlace a- uh, Buffy and Angel episodes. Hmm. You've seen the whole thing? No, I have not. Um, Honestly, I am a little embarrassed to say how little I've seen. I think I've seen through, like, season three. Um, I own all of it, uh, oh. the box sets. Um, and I bought them with the intention to watch everything. Uh, but I think when I started watching Buffy was around the time, like, YouTube came out. Mm. And the only thing that I was really truly interested in was Willow and Tara, the, the lesbian <laughs> couple. Um, mm-hmm. Since I was, like, so desperately seeking representation of myself when uh-huh. I was growing up in media. Uh, yeah. So I watched all of the clips of them um, on YouTube. And once I had already done that, then I was like, what's the point of watching the rest of the show? <laughs> you know, the, the storylines, the world. Nah. Just need to see Willow and Tara. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'd say that exactly. Uh, I really did enjoy Buffy. Um, I just enjoyed Willow and Tara a lot more than the actual <laughs> the actual story. Um, and then I guess, spoiler alert, once I found out that, uh, that Tara dies, I got kind of discouraged from continuing to watch mm-hmm. uh, for anything else. Does Willow ever... Oh, I, I guess, well, just in general... There's going to be a big spoiler tag across this this whole episode. We're going to talk about a lot of things that transpired during Buffy. I mean, it's been, what, like 10 years? <laughs> I think it's past the statute limitations there. I think so. <laughs> so does does Willow ever pick up another bay? Uh, she does, and someone named Kennedy. Um, but I was neither, like, interested in Kennedy nor like made it far enough in the story to care to like to have that be my motivator for watching so i don't think i've ever watched anything uh with the two of them in, yeah yeah and they had kind of like from what i could tell on youtube like a tumultuous relationship well, i mean you've watched high school dramas isn't that what you're in there for uh, yes and no 
I mean, I don't get me wrong. Like, I like a good drums, but I also want there to feel like a happy ending's possible. Mm -hmm. Well, there was a willow in the burlesque show. Oh, great. (laughs) And how closely did she resemble actual willow? I've heard that her costumes were spot on. Um, So she was, uh, she was a skinny redhead and she started off with this sweater that had the little things patched onto it. Okay. And then, uh, she was, uh, her, she was trying to make this pencil levitate, which I guess is one of her first acts of witchcraft. Uh Uh-huh. And as the song changed, um, from creep to something more hard-hitting she also transformed and tore off that shirt to reveal uh, tore off the shirt and tore off the pants to reveal a like a leather jacket like tight leather pants and her personality changed Uh, because i I think that's also something that happens Uh uh-huh in the story that there is a leather outfit too (laughs) um Oh, boy, now you're really testing my knowledge. I can't remember if there's a leather outfit, but there's definitely, I know she has a big problem with, like, abusing magic use, mm. and that ends up causing problems with her and Tara, um, and they end up breaking up because of that, but then they, you know, they get back together later, um, and then I don't know, like, what happens after that, like, if after Tara's death, like, Willow starts abusing again, or, or what. Uh, but there's definitely personality change. Yeah, and and I I thought that the acts reflected a lot of these. I don't want to call them like deep cuts about the character, but mm. it showed that you know they watch more than more than just me. They watch more than just a few episodes. <laughs> uh huh. Because I I didn't know about that side of it, but I got filled in later. Um, you know, we still had uh, a a paired act, a double feature where um, the person uh, where there was a there was an angel and a buffy they were both okay. dancing with each other yeah there was a sword fight element to it there was the um love and hate relationship or really love and then angel pushes buffy away and then buffy doesn't understand and tries to come back and he's still pushing her away mm-hmm. and then he goes evil mm-hmm. they even incorporated a lit globe to kind of represent a soul that Buffy was trying, Buffy would then uh, force into Angel's body, after which he would then transform and have humanity again. Oh, hmm. So it, it was clever. There were a lot of interesting props and a lot of humor in this too. So some of the acts were definitely lighter and people were really laughing along um, and some were, again, more, more serious. Mm-hmm. Um, so... One of the characters slash villains in the later seasons is a apparently a god or goddess named Glory. Okay, yeah. And so they actually uh, had a had a performer kind of represent Glory too, hmm. um, which is more of a, a stoic poised um, figure because it's this deity. Yeah, that makes sense. The favorite was Spike, uh, who is also the host. Because they they really he he really played around the uh, the whole theme around there being a chip in his brain that prevents him from harming humans. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so he really hammed it up. He he brought in a, a Twilight book as a prop yeah. that uh, Huey would then read. But then as he read it, uh, it, it had been coated with glitter inside. Oh, boy. <laughs> so as he opened it, it rained down on him. <laughs> Did he sparkle in the sunlight? It only sparkled in the stage light. <laughs> well, okay. I guess that's the closest we're going to get. <laughs> So overall, it, it, I, we we all enjoyed it, um, and lots of enthusiasm from the crowd. I think that's one of the big things that stood out to me, where there was just such positive energy mm-hmm. about everyone, kind of regardless of their body type or like how bad the sword fighting was. <laughs> <laughs> that everybody was just really encouraging, and the crowd was a part of the show in that way too Hmm. well cool i guess i i can self-qualify for for being ready for a burlesque show um because (laughs) because (laughs) even though i have no practice whatsoever uh professionally uh, i do recall after one pax east i think it was um some booth was giving out stickers i can't remember I, and honestly, even if I could remember, I think I can remember, but I'm afraid to say it because I don't <laughs> I don't want like a bad rep <laughs> and to lose our, our any possible sponsorships from them. Uh, but they gave lose our, out lose our future sticker sponsorship. What, what are we, <laughs> what are we talking about any here? kind of sponsorship from them for talking about them in this light? And you'll see uh, I came home from East that night and I took these stickers and I made my own. What did you call them? Pasties. Mm-hmm. I made my own pasties out of these stickers. <laughs> And I got on chat roulette and <laughs> and any person that I connected to, I lifted up my shirt and, <laughs> and then disconnected really quickly. And I got such a thrill out of doing this. So somewhere on the Internet, a random person has some screenshot of you. Probably. With some swag stickers. With some swag stickers on my on my chest. Can I say nipples? I don't know. I, think, I said it now. I think we, we're, we're way past that. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be careful there. <laughs> well, now no one's ever going to send us stickers anymore. Yeah, no one's going to send us stickers. And then if they see us at a convention, they see us coming, they're going to be like, only Steven can have stickers. <laughs> as long as he promises not to share. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like, hmm, should we give Megan free copies of our game? Like, no, she might just, like, strap them to her chest and then go to chat roulette. So, mm. <laughs> Does chat roulette still exist? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's still a thing. I'm going to have to go check it out after this. <laughs> if only we had the clacky clacky keyboard. It's not as fun, like, live searching things without that. I agree with that. I guess this topic was a few minutes ago. Uh, but, you know, on the topic of hooting and hollering, I did quite a bit of <laughs> hooting and hollering myself. Um, I'm definitely the hooting and hollering type uh, oh at the uh, yes, concert. That's true. <laughs> at K Content Expo last weekend. I did end up going. Lovelies did also end up going. Good. It was a real thing. It was a real thing. Um, it was about as dinky as I was expecting. Um, the the concert or the whole convention itself all of the above (laughs) (laughs) tell me yeah tell me what a dinky concert looks like well i'm I'm imagining you're just like in a mall and they're just in the food court 
and you're oh, running okay. up by the escalator. Not quite that bad. I mean, they <laughs> they actually had like a legit stage, and um, okay. and we were uh, we were out on the roof. On we were in a mall. We were in an outdoor shopping mall, and we were on the roof of this outdoor shopping mall. Um, and the seats were all like just plastic folding seats that someone had obviously set up like a few hours before. Um, and, and the dinky part comes in because their speaker system kept cutting out. Um, at one point the power just entirely cut out, um, while one, one performer was performing, uh, what did they so like there's there's music they're singing and then the music and singing just stop and they're and all the lights go out oh gosh <laughs> yeah i mean when i said the power went out like the power went out what did what did this performer do like did um, they just stand there yeah i mean we kind of like she started talking to us um somebody came up on stage and was like oh we're sorry we're having technical difficulties we're trying to get it back online um but the crowd started like yelling, like so they they said Gwenchana, which is it's okay in Korean. I don't know. It felt like everybody was like really supportive. Okay. Uh, but nice. it, it it was a little bit awkward, at least for me. Like I felt awkward just imagining how she must must feel. Yeah. And she just had to pick back up in the middle of her song. Um, the song hadn't quite started yet. Um, it was just in like the intro portion of it. Got it. Okay. So I think they just restarted the whole song. I'm sure we can find it on YouTube. Yeah, hey, you got bonus content there. Yeah, b- bonus content. Um, actually, <laughs> lo- she fine. No technical issues there. The right speaker blew out halfway through one of their songs, but that wasn't significant enough to be notable, <laughs> in my opinion. Lovelies is never coming back to this venue. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe not. But I, I do think I scared everybody in the audience around me while they were on. Um, Lovelies went on first, and I did definitely all my hooting and hollering. <laughs> um, like waving your arms, like like oh yeah, waving I was, a banner back and forth. Yes, I had a little. I didn't have a banner, but I did have a little sign that I had gone to Target to get like cheapo supplies for and made <laughs> the day of. So I was waving that, I was waving my light stick, I was screaming. The people in front of me turned around and looked at me at least, I don't know, six or seven times during the <laughs> duration of the performance. Yeah, like if if they're turning around that that often, it's it's not just, what is that noise? It's, oh God, please stop. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I was out there living my best life, so they can mind their own business. Yeah, hey, you know. You didn't take a, a first class flight out there to not hoot and holler. Right. So I'm guessing the the full lineup was there and you saw your favorite. Yes, they were there. Um, I saw my favorite, uh, my bias in Lovelies. I gave her a lot of hearts, like which you do with your arms. You can you, you can do finger hearts. You can do like hearts over your head. Okay. Um, she returned some. I think it became maybe a little begrudgingly <laughs> towards the end <laughs> where she was like, how many hearts does this girl need? Uh, but she definitely saw me. Um, I have no idea if she, she recognized me as the one white girl at their Korea concert over the summer <laughs> or what happened there. But I mean, she definitely saw me. If she didn't, 
remember you before. She definitely remembers you now. Oh, God. <laughs> the screaming heart girl. Yeah. Because uh, I'm, so you're giving her one heart, and then she gives you heart back, and then she expects you to be satisfied. But you're just like, oh, if I make a heart, she'll give me a heart. Let me keep making hearts. Yeah, basically. <laughs> making hearts, waving, the whole show. Was there a was there a high touch too? Like, did you get to, uh, to no. these people? Okay. So there was no fan sign. There was no high touch. Um, I didn't. I debated going to the airport to meet them when they flew in, mm -hmm. but I knew that if I went, my I I didn't know what flight they were on, and I didn't know how to get their flight information. So I knew that going there would be like a long-term endeavor and it would just be like my best guess of which flight they're coming in on. Mm. So you'd have to wait there for hours. Yes. A day, like half a day. Yeah. Ugh. So I decided against it. I think that was the right choice, especially if you're just kind of recovering from traveling and you just want energy for the rest of the convention too. Right. Yeah, so the convention was also pretty dinky, which I think, I mean, I had expected that for sure. Um, but like they had, you know, for example, they had this stamp rally where you go around and you have a, a little card and you get stamps from the different booths. And the people that were running these booths didn't even like try to get me to like view whatever they had at their booth. They were just like, oh, you have a card. Here's a stamp. Bye. <laughs> no engagement. It's just like leave please yeah it was just like you need a stamp okay get out of here <laughs> oh gosh what were these boots for um let's see there was one for um like animation and characters and that one was more for kids i think it just had like cartoons playing on a screen um they had like a little mask making section that i'm pretty sure was just for kids uh there was a booth with some mobile games. I think they had PUBG and some fishing game that I'd never heard of or seen before. <laughs> okay, Korean fishing. Got it. Yeah, Korean fishing. I wonder if it's very different from American fishing. <laughs> there's just more, uh, there's a different soundtrack in the background. Imagine if you could put Lovelies on. Oh, uh, yeah, K pop fishing. Boat. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Actually, I have, um, I have an old Dreamcast game. That's a fishing game where I have like the the fishing rod controller. Wow, you went deep in with this. I did. Um, I was really into that game. Did you ask to purchase it? You're like, Mom, I need this fishing game, and yes, the fishing controller accessory is required for my enjoyment. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I asked for this. I think this was just something that my dad like was like, okay, she likes video games. This is a video game. I'm gonna get this for her. <laughs> Did, did your dad, well, was your dad a, a fisher? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, fishing games have always just been fascinating to me from this perspective of like, no, this, this is the sport we need to simulate <laughs> while sitting in your, in, in your living room. I mean, I was really into that game. So I played it a lot as a kid. Do you still have it? I do still have it. Maybe we should play a uh, little fishing when MAGFest rolls around. I wouldn't be sad. <laughs> I got weirdly competitive with all the computers, too. <laughs> I always had to beat them. I'd be at the top of the fishing list. 
So, yeah, the the convention itself was was very short. It was only like a couple hours on Friday. They said it was open on Thursday. I don't think it was open on Thursday. I mean, like people were at the booths, but there was literally nobody there. <laughs> Um, so I had walked by a couple times on Thursday and then I was like, nah, I can't even like, definitely not. You mean there were no exhibitors there? No, there were exhibitors there, but they were all just like talking amongst themselves and like not even trying to get passerbys to come like see any of the stuff. Yeah. There's not enough, like it's, it's, you know, too much foot traffic is a bad thing too, but if there's too little, it's just. Yeah. Oh, it was a ghost town. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to be the one to approach them. Like they're the ones that are supposed to be like annoyingly pushy. <laughs> Definitely not the case. So no, no Korean face masks that you got to try. I did get a, um one face mask actually. Um, it was the MC for the dance competition was giving it away to people who showed up to the dance competition to watch. So at first I declined him because I thought he was going to like make me come up on stage and do something. And I was like, oh, no, no, I'm definitely mm. not doing that. And he was like, no, no, you can have it for free. Like, you don't have to do anything. And I was like, OK. <laughs> Skeptically, like, hmm. Yeah, I was still a little skeptical. <laughs> like, well, since it's in your hand, why don't you just take it out and hop up on stage and then just like model it for the crowd? Yeah, demo it for us. And at that moment, your bias comes by. It oh just no! Sees you up there with a the face mask on. I would have died. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Maybe she'd be like, "Wow, that that girl takes really good care of her skin. That's like my ideal type. I want to be with her." Mm-hmm. Maybe you should buy more Korean face masks. Yeah. So, dinky convention, technical issues plaguing the concert system, but ultimately successful. I think so. I was happy. I was a little sad there was no fan sign, but like I can't complain about being able to see lovelies well uh, i'd say that successful trip across the country spontaneously for the rumor that you might see the the love of your life uh, besides caitlin yes sorry caitlin <laughs> and you know i ruined my friendship with her and uh, i i don't i don't want to see any any more relationships get ruined well that's what apologies are for <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Caitlin. Yep, sorry. Yo yo. Yo yo. <laughs> Woof. No. <laughs> God damn it, Frisbee. Shut up.